0: Hey everyone and welcome to a special episode of The Negotiation. I'm your host, Todd Embley. For the past seven months, this show has been all about China and the amazing opportunities that lie in wait for companies willing to put in the work to be successful there. China's business landscape and culture have been our bread and butter. It's what this show has been built upon and because of that, we need to talk about the tragic events that have been happening there over the last month due to the outbreak of the coronavirus. The past month has been a difficult one for China and those impacted by the virus. We at The Negotiation and WPIC Marketing and Technologies have been impacted as well, and our hearts go out to those colleagues, friends, and loved ones that are suffering from the impact of this terrible virus. Our prayers go out to all of you and anyone listening who may have a loved one who has contracted the virus, and we wish them and everyone a speedy recovery. Our thoughts are with you now and will be with you throughout every subsequent episode until this tragedy has been put behind us. That said, the show must go on, as they say. So with a heavy heart, we've asked our helmsman, Jacob Cook, co-founder and CEO of WPIC Marketing and Technologies, if he would be kind enough to jump on for a quick discussion about the online and offline commercial landscape due to the coronavirus outbreak, what the data is showing us, given much of the country is shut in or closed for the time being, and what companies can be doing in the meantime to be prepared for the chapter that follows this one. Again... To everyone impacted by the coronavirus outbreak, our thoughts and prayers are with you. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Jacob. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Negotiation. We're here with Jacob Cook, uh, one of the founders and partners at WPIC Marketing and Technologies. And we want to talk a little bit about and briefly cover the coronavirus, uh, which we're all aware of now and just do a lay of the land here. So Jacob, welcome to the show. We're just going to do a quick cover. Um, Thanks for coming on today. Hi, Todd. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. Let's just do high level macroeconomic impacts across China. What's happening as a result of the virus with regards to uh, the markets and e-commerce and, and whatnot happening over there? Well, to
1: speak to the consumer part of the market,
0: you know, roughly before the crisis,
1: 50% of uh, purchases were made online and 50% were still traditional brick and mortar. Right now, brick and mortar is almost completely shut down in most major cities in China, uh, suffering as people stay inside of their apartments and e-commerce is just starting to come back online that's shifting consumer behaviors to a lot more online purchases and then breaking it down even further some online categories are doing better than
0: normal okay what industries can you point to that are suffering and which ones might be benefiting from all this well, the food, the
1: food, first of all, even the imported food products mm-hmm. are just flying off the shelves in terms mm-hmm. of the platforms. Um, we all know about masks and personal safety devices are, are booming. Vitamins, though, just stuff that's unrelated, um, more generic things, uh, luxury jewelry, smaller uh, items that people are buying to make themselves feel better. We've also got Valentine's Day coming up. We're going to see, you know, in general, in terms of, of how that does. But outdoor activities, um, sporting equipment, these types of things are, are not doing as well.
0: Can you speak to the consumer behavior changes? Well, we only
1: are looking at about five or six days worth of data since purchasing really started to resume in a lot of those categories. You know, we were really interested to see what we would see in terms of our data, but from what we're seeing so far is those purchases relatively seem to be up from, from the same time last year. So we do see shift, I think, in terms of their behaviors, which was already happening before from brick and mortar to online, Mm -hmm. accelerating much more quickly.
0: Is there a geographic concentration of impact with regards to where the virus might be more heavily impacting or concentrating inside China that is affecting consumer behavior and thus what we're seeing as far as consumption? More
1: dependent upon commercial behaviors right now is logistics networks and what's actually available to the consumer. So it might not be so much about choice. But necessity that people are being pushed online um, much more than they normally would.
0: What about on the manufacturing side? Is there anything worth talking about as far as things that are manufactured in heavily impacted areas that could be having a downstream effect on other areas that are less impacted, but they just can't get those goods because they're actually not being manufactured or made right now?
1: Absolutely. I think the first biggest concern that we have is getting the networks and the distribution back up so that we could start shipping and selling inventory that we had by e-commerce. The very next thing that people are going to be looking at is to see, you know, what potential interruptions there are um, to any supply chains with a lot of those factories, of course,
0: coming out of China. Are there steps that the brands can be taking right now to position themselves for success once this whole situation has been resolved?
1: Well, I think that the brands need to be supportive in doing what they can do. Larger brands and larger companies do have, you know, corporate social responsibility to be doing what they can. And a lot of them have stepped up quite a bit, large donations, um, you know, these types of things, if, you, if you're big enough and, and you're capable and you have those resources, I think that's that stuff that's to be expected of you right now. Other than that, I think it's really up to you to stay logistically operational um, to make sure that, you know, you're... Active, you know you're you're staying in business this entire time. you're figuring out the different hassles that are going to be in place to get your product to consumers here, and you're getting ahead of that and you're understanding that and you're starting to plan for that today.
0: Are we seeing any missteps with regards to PR, the way that brands are handling this entire situation right now?
1: Well, I don't think I've seen any make some huge mistakes except the fact that maybe some people haven't changed. Um, you know, Things are going to be shut down, tourism and things like this. I mean, it's not appropriate to be showing beachfront ads right now. And people, you know, shouldn't, uh, would probably feel a little bit uncomfortable if they're locked inside their apartments and not allowed to travel. So you've got to be sensitive in terms of your content. If you had to get things scheduled to go out already, you need to be talking to your ad agencies to make sure that nothing inappropriate is going out. Um, and you're sensitive to the situation that people are still relatively, and in, in a lot of cases, still very afraid of this uh, inside the mainland. It, it's... Um, you know, it, it's really inter- interrupted
0: people's lives. What are some general pieces of business advice you could give to brands who are being affected by the virus right now?
1: Well, I think you've got to maintain communication. Um, the people that are going to be impacted the most are going to be the people with the largest retail presence here. Um, we don't really know when malls are going to be open and that's, you know, with the Chinese New Year shutdowns as well, you know, five weeks in some cases, there's going to be areas that might have 10 to 12 week retail closures. So it's going to be important to understand what the laws are um, and how you're operating as a business over here. But in the cases where um, you know, things are, are online focused, you're going to understand that the product mix is probably going to change from how you originally planned and start to deal with that inventory now.
0: Okay. Excellent. I think that wraps it up for now. Jacob, thank you very much for coming on the show. Appreciate the update. Great. Thanks. Growing a company is hard. Doing it in a foreign market? Exponentially so. The best piece of advice I can give you is not to do it alone. When you start looking across the pond for further expansion possibilities, and I sincerely hope that you do, make sure you choose the right partners to do it with. My good friends at WPIC Marketing and Technologies have almost 20 years of experience helping brands just like yours enter China. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Negotiation, and if you're interested in being a guest or want to connect with me or any of our team, please reach out to us at podcast at WPIC.co and be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Zai